0: what have you always dreamed of and never done? Or, what used to excite you when you were a kid? Or, another way to ask the question is, if you had all the money and time in the world, what would you do?
1: This week on The Hitch Podcast, Dr. Noelle Nelson helps us inject a little bit of imagination into our marriages. How else were you planning to make your fairy tale relationship come true? Stay tuned! Great news! Our Napa wine deal has been continued we will give you a free $48 bottle of Cab or Pinot just for subscribing to one of our clubs in the month of July, 2013. Remember, the Hitch Wine Club is the only club created just for couples. We have wines for every price range, starting with our Puppy Love Wine Club, and you'll always get an amazing price. You get a free subscription to Touring and Tasting Magazine, information on the winery and wine you're about to drink. Plus, we provide exclusive date ideas so you and your spouse have interesting ways to connect over each month's shipment. The Hitched Wine Club also makes a great gift. Visit hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link to take advantage of this fantastic deal. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of hitchedmag.com, and I am joined with the uh, the sage of relationship advice, uh, Dr. Noel Nelson. Hi, Noel. Hi, Steve. Um, we are going to talk about, um, a topic and you, you know, you all regularly send over the topics that we're going to discuss and you sent this one over. It's, uh, be a kid again and fuse your marriage with imagination. And when I saw the subject you were putting up for today's discussion, Noel, I, I figured we weren't going to be talking about Disneyland or inventing imaginary friends, Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. Um, I, I'm, I'm going into this a little blind about what you're going to say. Um, so I guess let's just get into it. What do you mean by be a kid again and fuse your marriage with imagination?
0: You know, one of the things I love about our podcast, Steve, is that you do let me come up with crazy stuff and we just go for it. (laughs) And this is one of those, You, you know, when you were a kid, a little kid. Okay? You woke up each morning with, what's new? What's exciting? And each day held infinite possibilities. And of course, that pretty much died off as you got into school and middle school and on and on because possibilities started to seem far more limited. But in those first few years, you know, say one to five, life is an absolute total adventure. Well, somewhere along the line, we get married, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very exciting through courtship and through the first couple of years but then the same thing happens which is to say the responsibilities and in this case with marriage it's the responsibilities of life crowd us and they can put a real damper on that sort of giggly almost effervescent happiness that you had at the beginning of your relationship so my answer to that is dream imagine Ask yourselves, ask yourself, ask your spouse the million-dollar question, which is, what would excite me? What would tickle my palate? What would broaden my horizons? What would give me a thrill?
1: It, 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 it's interesting. You mentioned um, when you're a kid, you wake up and there are just so many possibilities. And as you get older, you have a realization that a lot of the possibilities start to disappear. Um, I, I find that a really interesting concept, Um you know when you when you're talking about um what would excite me or or what would give me a thrill uh you know for couples in and, and um perhaps a monotonous marriage uh they might immediately think of their sex life that would excite them or give them a good thrill um is that where you're encouraging for couples to have more imagination
0: well not, not today. Not, not in the context of what we're talking about. Because, okay. frankly, Steve, you guys have great sex experts at Hitched, mm-hmm. so I leave discussions of enhanced sexuality to them. They do a fabulous job with it. No, I'm talking about something quite different, which is what would excite you individually and as a couple, mentally, emotionally, physically. Yes, but not limited. I'm not. I'm not really talking about sex here. So. Let me give you an example because that's the easiest way for us all to get on the same page. Sure. Maybe looking into your family histories would intrigue you. You know, making a, a couple project, not a solo project, but a, a couple project of delving into—I don't know—ancestry.com or connecting with distant relatives to unearth the histories of your families, and what you might find is surprising connections between the two of you in the process. Can I? So, so that's—I'm
1: I'm sorry. Can I interrupt course. you really quick? So of course. Funny you bring this. Um, like I said, I—I I had no idea you're going to bring this up, but it's funny that you bring that up because Jess, my wife. Uh, just sent away a DNA sample to dig into her ancestry. Okay, so it's so and my funny. suggestion <laughs> would be
0: yes that you send one in too <laughs> because it might be a really fun if if it if it you know tickled your imagination and was would be fun for the two of you to explore that together, mm-hmm. as in. Who knows? Maybe you have, I don't know, a far distant Viking relative.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: they came across something that that interfaces with with a, a uh, fishing relative of hers. I'm making this up on the spot. Sure. But you you just don't know. And it's the it's the fun of not knowing and discovering, which is precisely what happens between ages one and five.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't
0: know. You come out you come out of the womb and it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and we go about discovering. And that's all we do for yeah. the first few years of life.
1: And so, in, I mean, really, just anything goes as long as you're trying to discover something new. Um, I mean, that's kind of where we're going with this.
0: Kind of, <laughs> yes. Let me give you another example, right? Because ancestry happened to be something that just—I think that's really fascinating coincidence. But anyway, um, let's take another example. Let's say that. One of you is fascinated by how the stars line up to form the Big Dipper, Mm -hmm. or where Sirius rises on the horizon, and other kind of astronomical stuff, but you've, you've never taken your fascination any further. I mean, you know, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort. Yet, in dreaming, literally, on purpose, dreaming with your spouse, what you realize is that she or he is interested in it too and you could get a decent telescope for not too much and maybe your spouse would have fun drawing or photographing what you see or being the one on, on Google or Bing or whatever, sorting out, yeah, you know, I think that's this constellation or no, no, that can be that or whatever. You're right. There is no limit to what might excite the two of you.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I, well, how do you go about this um, dreaming or imagining things together? We don't have to... Uh, dip into that, what is that movie, uh, Inception or anything like that, right? Not quite, no. (laughs) Um, Well, before we hit that, what I want to make sure
0: I, I, I get across is the operative word is the two of you. In other words, what you're looking for as you dream together is ideas, thoughts, explorations of whatever ilk that hold fascination or excitement for the both of you but maybe not necessarily in the same way. And, and this is where, if I may, Steve, I want to pluck an example that you spoke of several podcasts ago about the um, who's the cook in the family between you and your wife, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And you had shared with us that you're the head chef. Okay, yep. you're basically the one that that cooks. But that your wife, Jessica, who also likes to eat, she goes through foodie magazines and she picks out recipes that she'd like you to try. Well, now that is an absolute classic example of what I'm talking about. Your excitement, your excitement and your wife's excitement about food gets expressed in different ways, but you're both sharing the adventure, the discovery. And that's really what I'm talking about.
1: I actually have a new example of this um, with the food magazines. So I, like I've mentioned previously, I subscribe to pretty much every food magazine under the sun. And uh, one of them is uh, the Food Network magazine, which I have to say – I'll give them a plug. It is in, – in terms of I'm a magazine guy. I worked in magazines. The the construction of the magazine itself, the layout, the design, it's, it's amazing. Like they really use the medium well. Anyways, one of the th- features that they have in this magazine – I bring this up because I think other couples could do it and might find uh, joy in it as well. They have a page in the magazine that's like how to make um, a dish. But what it does is it's like a um, – it's like the choose-your-own-pasta at the macaroni grill where it's like, OK, you start with this base ingredient. Then you pick one of these items and then you pick two of these items, like building a pizza almost. And uh, I, we did this the other night where Jess went through the went through this um, page and she just circled the things that she wanted. And then the next morning I went out, got the ingredients and then made the dish that night. And it was – You know, she got to do some discovery. I got to do some discovery because I'd never made it before. And so we both got to participate in this and uh, have this new dish at the end of the day, which was pretty cool, I thought.
0: And because it was a shared exploration, it meant more than if you had just, you know, gone to Trader Joe's and picked something up and reheated it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Yeah. it was great.
0: So to go back to your question, Steve, earlier of how do you go about dreaming or imagining things together um because it's important that that we know how to do this stuff right yeah is i suggest that when the two of you you and your spouse are in a relaxed quiet environment maybe you're taking a walk together or you're you're snuggling on the couch or or you're having an after-dinner stroll whatever you ask each other what have you always dreamed of and never done or what used to excite you when you were a kid or another way to ask the question is if you had all the money and time in the world, what would you do? And what you'll find is that ideas come, mm-hmm. lots of ideas. And the object isn't to go, oh, that would never work or we couldn't, it's too expensive or we don't have the time. The object is just let the ideas flow, just let them flow. And as they do, you'll find some that appeal to both of you. Mm-hmm. That exploring that idea, whether it starts out as his excitement or her excitement will bring joy to each of you, even if it's in different ways, like the example of you and Jessica with the food, or one of you wants to, you know, look at the stars and the other one just wants to figure out, you know, what, how many light years is it, whatever. (laughs) whatever, doesn't really matter. And then you set about to make it happen. That's part of the joyous, delicious journey of discovery. I mean, nowadays you can get stuff on eBay that you would not have dreamed possible 5 or 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You would be amazed what you can trade with a neighbor or borrow from somebody or or have the fun of putting a a special little savings envelope to which you into which you drop, you know, your change or an extra 5 or whatever until you can achieve that thing that you've dreamed together. So it's not just it's it's figuring out what idea might be fun to play with, and that's literally the words, would be fun to play with. This is not, let's clean out the garage time. <laughs> this is... Fun time.
1: You know? Now, you like you just mentioned, um, you have this dream, and then you, you know, you drop a couple quarters in a jar, and over the course of a marriage, you might actually accomplish it. Is there um, a necessity in what you're talking about to to try to capture that dream, or is it just the dreaming itself that we're talking about?
0: You know, I think that we inherently have a need to capture that dream into reality. I think dreams are more fun when you lay out some kind of plan. It can be very long range or it can be very short term Mm -hmm. to see it to fruition. We get enormous satisfaction from seeing things to fruition. And maybe as you play with it, it evolves and it changes and that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about life-threatening stuff here. Yeah, We're talking about fun. So I wouldn't, you know, if you make the dream to make a movie, okay, let's take a really you know what what usually sure. costs people millions of dollars right to make a movie? Nothing says that you can't transform the to make a movie as you're into sort of the starter kit of oh, make a YouTube video, yeah, I mean it's still making a movie. you can still hire your friends for you know the price of a barbecue to act out the po- you know you're doing this for fun, so you can scale it however you want. Mm-hmm. Maybe your dream is with and again this has to be a shared dream, you know I want to climb the Himalayas and you're beloved spouse wants to photograph you doing it okay fine the hill could be a long way away both <laughs> yeah. in terms of the training that it takes to be able to climb such a mountain the uh, expense etc cetera, etc cetera. so maybe you scale it down for starters say i know we can start with the hill in the backyard yeah <laughs> and i'm sort of teasing but but not really you you can once you that's why it's so important not to throw out ideas just because they seem extravagant mm-hmm. like let's get on a yacht and sail the world well, maybe, for starters, we rent a sailboat and some some people who actually know how to sail it, and we go for a weekend
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: a dream can start at any scale, so it 's so important not to limit yourself by what you're, the bigness of your dream let 's say because kids don 't kids say i 'm going to fly, and so they end up running around the house in the Superman cape that's their version of fly. It doesn't matter. What matters is the fun that you have together and how that brings your couple closer.
1: Okay. Now, is this tying into the the research that shows couples are happier when they do um, you know, adventures together? Is that? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Because what does it bring back? It brings back all that fun and excitement of discovery. And after you've known each other for a few years, you need to s- discover each other through new things that you experience together. Mm-hmm. And this Because is- you already know how he or she is going to react to, uh, I don't know, cold weather. Um, but you don't know how he or she is going to react to photographing the stars in the heavens.
1: Yeah. No, I think this is a great um, topic. And it's a great reminder because – Honestly, it's – you hear it all the time about um, – I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, I, I get this a lot actually where I, I bring up that I'm the editor of a, a marriage publication website and, oh, talking about the old ball and chain, huh? And I get that <laughs> all the time and I don't I, – like – and I feel like part of the mission of Hitched is to just change that mindset. Like, well, why – Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, I don't know. Like, I never feel like that. I feel like I can't believe I get to do these amazing things with the person that makes me the happiest and not Mm -hmm. like they're dragging me down and holding me back from these things. And so I, I'd love talking about these topics because I feel like there's not enough of it out there or that it's Mm -hmm. forgotten or not appreciated enough. And so I'm really, I'm really glad that you brought this one up. So
0: it is totally my pleasure, Steve.
1: Um, But on that note, was there anything else you wanted to add or uh, you think we got a a good foundation for this week?
0: I think we got a good foundation. It's called let your inner three-year-old free and invite your spouse to join you.
1: Awesome. I think I'm going to go have a big bowl of Cocoa Puffs now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. Um, But before we go, I want to remind everybody. Excuse me. That you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the US and abroad, is the author of nine best selling books. Her two most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. She has a fantastic new book out for the Kindle e reader, which, by the way, Kindle e readers, not just for Kindle um, uh, devices, but there's an app for basically everything Android iphone ipads all that stuff that book is called make more money by making your employees happy it's uh, an amazing business book you can get more information at her website NoelleNelson.com. you can follow noelle on facebook you can follow her on twitter at dr noelle nelson Um, all this information is on our website hitchmag.com and you can follow us on all those social networks Thank you, Noelle, for sticking that out. And one last time, uh, thank you once again for some really great information. Thank you, Steve. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. And take care, everybody.